This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. To every one of you, especially those we are seeing for the first time. Also remember that your attitude is very important, very key to your praise this year. To God meeting you, to God blessing you. Attitude is very important and key. Matthew chapter number 6. Matthew chapter number 6. Very familiar scripture. Did I say 6? 16. Matthew 16 and verse 13. Matthew 16 and verse number 13. If you're there, say I'm there. Okay, I'll wait. If you're there, say I am there. I am there. I'm not talking about the screen here. God, now some of you don't come with Bible again. You know, at least have it in your phone. We're in a digital world this time. Have it in your phone. Have your physical Bible to your hand. Because that phone will run out of battery very soon. And you need to read the Bible. Are you there? Yes. Matthew 16. We can read in units in verse 13. If you're ready, one, two, and go. Louder. One, two, go. Just, hold on. I show you are where. My dickness, you are not excited. Your face is not encouraging me this morning. You want to sit on my seat? Uh, get up. Father, in the name of Jesus, Amen. it's well with you. Amen. You are healed. Amen. Your heart is healed. Amen. Kata has gone. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. It's when you exercise your body, go. So okay, don't, don't, don't allow the AC to keep you there. Okay. We reject Kata. What's the name? Where does it come from? Which tribe is Qatar? Which tribe is Qatar? Can it be messing up a whole deepness? I am sitting in front. Father, we reject that. Are you ready, someone? Praise God. One, two, and go. This scripture you have read it severally, you have heard it in occasions in your private studies. And it's important, this is the beginning of the year, Brother Mark. Minister Eze, identity is very important to becoming what you wish for yourself. No doubt everybody wish the best for himself. But God allow me to expand on this to tear up something out of you so that you can know who you are. Who do men say that I am? The ignorance of your identity gives birth to a complicated and confused life. I repeat, the ignorance of who you are, your identity, we bait complication and confusion. You will begin to say any way is a way. You will begin to speak the strict language at all, at all. Now it matter. These are language thickness of people that failed in identifying who you are. It starts from the credo. 
Every time a president is warning, from the little information I have those within the corridor of power, their family are taken somewhere. Consultants stay with the wife and the children mostly to reorient them, reorient their mind, and to let them know they are not who they used to be. To be a senator is a different thing to be a governor, sir. And to be a governor is a different thing to be a president. And so at every position you find yourself, okay, it is important you know what that position takes and what that office stands for. So they begin to talk to them. You are the first citizen. They teach them how not to respond to press interview because they can put the president, their father, in trouble. They are careful where they go to. Bodyguards are attached to them. Everything about them change. And they wonder why it's going on because there's a change in identity. So my identity, we have physical identity and we have spiritual identity. We have identity that came hereditary. It's in our lineage known for this. You are this by the lineage you came from. That's why the Bible said that you were once in darkness, First Peter 2, 9, 10. But now you have been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. I want to repeat what I said earlier. The ignorant, not knowing who you are, identifying yourself with bad complication and confusion in the journey of your life. And because you don't know who you are, you will begin to walk on the lane of anything goes. You can go to anywhere. Anybody can touch you. Anybody can hug you. Anybody can feel you. Anybody can talk to you with no, without consequences. There are people you cannot, you can't open your eyes except you are sick to insult them because of who they are. Identity is very paramount to your progress and advancement and success in life. There's a saying that says that, show me your friends. And I will tell you who you are. If you don't know who you are, you will board any available vehicle. If you don't know who you are, you will move from A to B without caution because you are a nobody. But when you know that you are a somebody, every step of yours are taken into consideration. I remember Jesus saying that we should be careful what we say. Even idle words are recorded. Idle words are recorded. Identity is key to your progress in life. That is who you are. That is who you represent. That is an extension of your purpose on earth. We had a visitor... Yesterday, while we were having workers' meeting, I looked close. Some of his aides that came with him have an ID card attached to them. It is called identity card or identification card. You have a passport that has your number is not my number. 
that is your number. You have your NIN. You have your, is it NIM they call it? And all kinds of things that is peculiar. Your fingerprint and other things. If you don't know who you are, you will want to be like Dick and Victor. If you don't know who you are, you want to be like James. If you don't know who you are, you want to be like Design. If you don't know who you are, you want to be like Minister Eze or Mark. Because you have failed in identifying who you are. And unknown to you, these people you are looking at at the beginning of your life. But you, because you are ignorant, you have made them the end of your life. St. Paul writing to the church in Ephesus 3 and 20 said, For God is able to do exceeding as long as you can think or imagine. It's in you. And somebody needs to bring that in. And that's exactly what I'm telling you now. Now listen, your background has nothing to do with who you are. As soon as you come to redemption, you are different from your biological family. As soon as the blood of Jesus washes your life by acknowledgement and confession, there's no pool where we wash you. It's by the word that I speak, even as I speak now. If you have not made peace with Jesus, and you, you know it's not about coming to church. It's about believing and confessing. Then salvation takes place. You have a new identity. You are a child of God, saved by grace and by mercy. It's not by qualification. It's not by effort. It's a work of grace. So identity is very key. When you know who you are, it doesn't matter your location. Whether you move from Nigeria to Asia or from Asia to Europe, you are who you are. You only change location, but you manifest. You influence your environment by your identity. Your location does not change your identity. Your identity is impressed in your new location. And people begin to experience a new atmosphere because a new identity has arrived in the city. But if you don't know who you are, you step into a new city, a new community, a new group of people you are consumed. You are swallowed. You begin to look like them because you have lost your identity. That's why the Bible said, be ye unequally. Be ye unequally yoked, bonded together with non-believers. The identity must be clear. If your identity is clear, there is no way an unbeliever, to you, you are an unbeliever because you don't believe what they believe, so you are an unbeliever. And to them, they are unbeliever because they don't believe in the only begotten Son of God, Jesus Christ. So if your identity is clear, you will be identified anywhere you find yourself. If your identity is clear, there are some certain people that will not be comfortable coming to gossip you. If your identity is clear, there are some certain places you cannot be found. If your identity is clear, there are some certain dress you cannot wear as a Christian. If your identity is clear, ladies and gentlemen, you will represent Christ. For as it is, so we shall be. Is somebody having an understanding? In John chapter 6, we read about Jesus feeding, how he fed 5,000 set of people. 
What a glorious performance. What a mighty thing. And at the end of it, the people say, Whoa, where did this man come from? We like this man who supplied food without asking for money. We will like him to be our king. And preparation were made to install him as the king of Israel. But because Jesus knew who he is, he knows who he is. He's not confused over his identity. He's not in ignorant over his identity. Some of our folks have gone outside the country. They have forgotten their parents. They have forgotten their father. They have forgotten their mother. They have forgotten their language. They have forgotten their culture. They have forgotten their sibling. They have forgotten the house of God. They have forgotten the faith. It means in the beginning they have no identity. It was just a cover-up. Oh, somebody didn't hear me. Dickness, it was just a cover-up. There was no identity. That's why you could just miss in the crowd. That's why you could just miss in the crowd. There is identity. You will possess the land. When you hear possess land, pastor, they thought, people thought it's just about what you could get from the land. It's about imposing your identity by your influence and people begin to identify. That's how the, the Europeans brought Christianity and made us see. They brought a new identity and said, twins are blessings. They are not cursed. Because any woman that, if twins can be killed, what of triplets? So, but there are people who came our people tried to influence them. They brought a superior influence. And saying to kill a twin is a sin against God. It's a blessing from God. Today we are looking for twins. Closing streets if you have one. But before these men of grace came, it was a taboo in our land. When you have identity and you keep your identity, you are easily spotted out. You are reliable, you are known, you are dependable. The scripture speaks about those who are unstable as water. If you are hot, let us know. If you are cool, let us know. You can't be on both sides. By Christ, you have the grace to shift your identity from evil to light. Or rather, from darkness to light. From evil to good. That's why Christ has come. Let me have 1 Peter 2.9 and look at verse 10 quickly. 1 Peter 2.9. But here a chosen generation. It speaks about a person and a people. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. A peculiar people that should show forth. The praises of him who has called them out of darkness into his marvelous light. The next verse 10. Quickly. Okay, look at it. Quit a time. Let's take it together. Quit a time where not what? A people, they have no identity. 
They have no identity. When you meet a Catholic, the first thing, when you try to preach, you tell you, I'm a Catholic. That's the identity. Anytime. And they are proud of their identity. Are you proud of your identity? Are you proud of the family you came from? If it's not good enough, you have a better knowledge to make it acceptable to others. It is called marketing by lifestyle. It is called marketing by achievement. It is called marketing in position by success. Acting. You can. President Goodluck came from one of the most obscure villages in this country. But by the time he became president, all the power, peripheral of Nigeria, found their way there. No obstruction, they find their way there. Nobody, I say he never knows that place again because of that. So even if your place is in the pit, you can bring us there. If you can push. If you can insist. If you can see yourself. Was Jesus not born in a manger? Was a manger his identity? Was it his representation? I, I married, I lived and married in number six at Mother Street, Mushi, Olosha. I had my first child there. Every time I'm coming home sometime, either driving or walking down, I meet boys smoking and drinking. Some of them heal me, we just interact. But why does it not go and I keep telling myself, you are here, but you are not of here? That's what I just keep telling myself. And I just said, just wait for me. It's a matter of time. Every man had a day of his announcement. And there's always a stepping stone. You must begin life from somewhere. So where you are is a beginning of where you are going. It is not a clear definition of who you are. So it would be wrong for you to be living your environment instead of living your identity. It would be wrong speaking your situation instead of speaking your future. That's why my mentor, Bishop Ikechko Kings, was those days, years ago, living in AJ, was pastoring us in Dolphin. Yet, he was not intimidated every time he comes to Dolphin. He knows that he was a child. We are his folks. He was coming from an obscure location and he found himself in a high place. What it means that God is giving him a picture of his future. So when you find yourself in a place like that, it's not for you to be intimidated. God is just telling you, see the future. This is where we hope you will be. I look forward to you being. And so coming to that place, and every time you hear some of our folks are not around, he has gone on vacation to America. This one has gone to Germany. This one has gone, because it is what surrounds you that you become. This what you hear that influences you continually. That's why the Bible says, meditate in this. Suddenly a pastor on his, on his rubber or on his rubber shoe that he wears, he's saying, I'm going to America. And when I get to America, uh, Clinton will be my usher. What I keep saying? Our area pastor wife who works in uh, NMPC, a very senior a GM there. Um, I one day called and said, Pastor, come. I heard you. I've been talking. You are going to America. Keep quiet. You are talking too much. After all said and done, he came to us the next Sunday. They say, they say, I'm talking too much. I'll be shouting it now. 
I'll be shouting it now. Yeah. Eventually, sir, he got to the America. Got to London. He lived there before he came back. That's what happened. If you allow your circumstances to swallow your true identity, God is not to be blamed but you. When you know who you are, you don't accept anything. Anything. You can't offer me, you know, a food that is already, what's the word, soured. And I know it's soured. I'd rather go hungry. That's not my identity. That's not our identity. I will go hungry. Thank you, sir. When you have an identity, you have a choice. If you know who you are, I know who I am. St. Paul, at a point when some people were trying to mess up his office, he said, no, 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 no. He said, I magnify my office. Magnify. I know who I am. His grace has worked in me. And don't judge me by where I am. I'm going to somewhere. I can see it. I know it. It will only take time. I will not exchange it for anything less than what he has spoken. Just like God said, it's our year of praise. Some of us, maybe in three weeks' time, one more time, whatever, some challenges could just show up. Some people will change their confession. They will forget that. But for us, if he says it, I believe it, and that settles it. Mm, he has promised he will never fail. I will follow him. I will follow him. He has promised he will never fail. Is faithful. Is forevermore. Is faithfulness. Is forevermore. Psalm 49. Very popular scripture. I always say verse 20. Psalm 49. Identity. Identity. <laughs> When you know who you are, you don't leave your location when there is no assurance of where you are going. Coming to see Dickness, I must confirm that she's expecting me. I must confirm that she's at home. I can't waste my time, waste my resources, go to someone who has no care over me. You need to begin to change your mindset. Look for those that when you come, they give you a seat to sit down. I am wounded, but I'm not out. Yes. <laughs> I am wounded, but I'm not buried. I don't have it today. It's not an excuse for you to treat me like a shit. I'm not on that. If you have asked me to come, make preparation to receive me. It is called honor. If dead can be honored, I'm alive. A close three door thing for somebody who is dead. And then I'm alive. You close, you stop the road. People move because somebody that is dead is passing. And me that is living, I'm treated and I'd, uh, no, no, I'm not again. The Bible said the righteous must be as bold as a lion. Know who you are. 
That's the beginning of your praise. You were here, you saw, oh, Edda, you stepped out when the man of God came, you miss. I was telling mama. You know, you heard him from his mouth that because they were, I was to see him and somebody was doing the arrangement. But immediately I walked into the office, saw him, he said, I know him. He said, I know him. Met him, was it Thursday? By Saturday, he was here. <laughs> it's not, uh, he was there. Not for the program, we came, when we came to negotiate for our prophetic prayer conference. Strong-loaded man, God has blessed him. <laughs> he has not even given us the date, but he said, I need to come and know here. Huh? Now I will begin to treat myself. You will be giving me a kind of thing I will be eating when I know who I am. You know, my friend, Pastor Nelson said, that was then, but not now. Yes. So, I celebrate you. He said, Pastor, that was then, but not now. What was he saying? We had some challenges when we moved in here over some, some I don't know how to describe workers who are not serious with themselves. <laughs> Pastor now said, Sir, do you remember those days? Every Saturday we have to come. And we need six guys that are healthy to raise the tent up. He said, That was then. He said, Now we don't need six guys to raise the tent. Oh, it's so open. He said, That was then, but not now. My prayer is that those you run after this year, may they begin to run after you. Yeah. Oh, that amen. I said, those you run after this year, may they begin to run after you. Yeah. May you identify yourself yeah. in the companions of successful people yeah. and live so in the name of Jesus. Yeah. It is lack of identity that makes people leave their best dress and wear rag to church. Thinking that by dressing right, you appeal to the mind of God. Rich people, they don't... Why do you think that those who are into fraud business present themselves best? Yeah, that's the only way. You can give them even what you have, the little you have. But immediately you come hungry, everybody become afraid of you. Every word you speak, boom, they say you need money. Everything you speak, they say you need everything. They don't see anything good coming out of you. So your problem is just your belly. And that's why they will leave you to their house, boy or girl, to attend to you. Why they go on a more proper thing? Because that's where you have presented yourself that you belong. Speak who you are. Because I am a child of God, saved by grace. Meant for signs and wonder. I am somewhere going to somewhere. And I know where I'm going. I'm prepared by where I'm going. And it affects my attitude and people I relate with. I don't deal with people who are, you know, at my level. What I mean by that, at my level, is that when it comes to learning, I need people ahead of me so that I can be inspired to learn. I don't want to be a local champion. When you are coming, Babariri, Babariri, your head is swell, you are just there, you settle there for people who are hailing you. No, step out. The other day I was watching TV Mama and I was watching an advert of one uh, Etihad uh, aircraft. And there is bathroom on first class. Bathroom. When you're tired, you enter bathroom. Play this flying, you are beating. And you are tired, you just lie and just sleep, enjoy yourself. Why some of you are saying, why are you pushing the chair forward? <laughs> you will touch your next number. Please, uh, you, are, you are inconveniencing me. 
God help you some certain people that are three in one. Sit in the economy with you. There's problem. So when you see, good thing is good. When you see a woman wear nice dress, bless God. Say this is nice. I am trusting God to have one. And the person says, so shall it be. Not when you look, you say. You will never have it. You can never have it. Because your spirit rebuff good thing. Your spirit rejects good thing. What you criticize will be, far, will be running from you. That's the truth of the matter. Celebrate those who are there. Serve them. Come close to them. Submit yourself. I have told you, God is man to God. God is man to God. He won't see the God of Abraham anywhere. It's not in any street. If you find, go and show me. Show me his address. Just like Satan, there is no address where Satan lives. Satan is man that you see. God is man that you see. Pray all the prayer. Jesus. Olua Sokaleo. 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 Go to Ryokeo. Sleep there. At the end, God will still use someone. And so if you're going to be someone, you must know your identity. Yes, your character must be different. Yes, if you still steal no more. If you lie, lie no more. Yes, your identity must be known. People must know you. The man that drove uh, Apostle yesterday, Dickin, is a full-time graduate. About older than me or something like that. He was, the man, he was telling me, he said, the guy chose to drive him. That's what he wanted to do. You know why? Because he identified him as a man of God. That's why. Did you hear what he said yesterday? Sir, you were not here. You were introducing the young men that came with him. He mentioned a particular one. He said this one, his job in this church is praying the altar for 15 years. He come to work, his work is staying in the altar. Oluwao, fire, fire, fire on this altar. Anytime, fire on this. That's what he said. I think he said after 15 years, they gave him a brand new car. A brand new car for praying the altar. Jesus, Jesus. I'm talking about identity. Identify your calling. I think he also told us about a man who came to the church. And after all said and done, he said, God led him, he wants to be a worker. He says, what they say in the toilet. Toilet? He said, yes. Did you all hear it or not? Yes. After some several years, he was to go to America, right? University. And God spoke to him. Abroad now, university abroad. Yeah, in the US. He said, God told him, after the young man said that, that's cool. No black man, nobody called black. Not cream black or color. That's not, you know, no white. Oh, no black, only white there. He said, where? For this, your service. Kneel down. He says he was praying for him. God said, the day of interview, the person that will interview you is boot four. That's where they will call you. Boot four. That's where they will call you. And when they call you, tell them, confess what I've said to you. That my father has prayed for me. And he said the visa will be given to me and you must give me the visa. That's the way you should say it too. <laughs> exactly. Immediately if you have been to American, as many just call him, was the person on boot four. I sent, come. 
Say, who told you you can get this in? He said, my father said. <laughs> Confidence. Confidence, boldness. Boldness. He has finished since. He started by cleaning the toilet. He identified where God wants him to be. Not the popular side, not where you feel cool, not where it's acceptable, not where it's honorable to men, but where God wants you to be. Like David, last born, yet behind the scene, was not there. Doing what God has identified him for. Let me begin to round up. <laughs> Man that is in honor. Man that is in honor. When a, a mother begins to behave like a single girl, a single girl, we put in where a single girl belongs. It will speak language of single girls. And you as a man, a father, begin to act like young boys. Eh? If you like soap, pencil, trouser, you're a man, you're a father. If you like, turn your face cap backward. The people who made it call it face cap. We turn it back. That's why things are going backward for some people. That's why things are going back. It's supposed to cover your face. Now it's covering your head. That has nothing to do with your advancement. Face, cap. You say, no, back, cap. You change the maker's orientation by your understanding. You are in honor. You don't identify it. You are like a beast that perish. I am in honor, and I know that. I'm in honor. What you eat, where you go, who you relate with, who you associate with. You don't know people are watching you. Why do you think you will see some young women from very influential, healthy home, rich home, begin to gravitate towards a young man that you could say his background is nothing? Because of his courage. Because of his confidence, because of what he's saying, how he carries himself, how he communicates, his vision. That's what they are looking for. Some people have cis-chested chest. But they are behaving like dwarf. Dwarf. That's what they are behaving. When you know who you are. John the Baptist identified himself where he ought to be. When they tried to make him Jesus, he said, I'm not he. He who is coming is greater than me. On whose shoe I can untie. I am the voice of the one crying in the wilderness. I am not here. Hear ye the word. Repent. He cometh. And when Jesus appeared in the scene, if you read the scripture, the ministry of John ceased. It stopped. That's why when your pastor, senior or junior, man, you are here talking, he stepped his feet here. What are you talking again? End. You must end it. Two people cannot be at the altar with Mike at the same time. It's called order. When I was in Redeemed Pastoring Chapel of Praise, the law, our area pastor, has seven parishes under him. Any branch, as I'm speaking now, he just walked in. I just said, men and brethren, can we welcome our father? I am vacating the pulpit right away. Except he said, carry on. That's how we are raised. 
Today you see your father, your mother step into the scene. That's when anointing increases in you. That is, that is foolishness. That's not anointing. That's confusion. That's not anointing. That's disorder. That's not anointing. When children begin to sit to talk to their father, instead of stand and talk to your father, your father cannot say, son, sit down. That's how to train children. Your father is not your mate. He's not your friend. He's your father. Your friend is your colleague. He's somebody you can just play with. And that's where we are missing it. I think I saw a documentary on TV where a lady, all oh, these are content something. I don't know whether it's real or content. He was talking to his friend on, on, on phone. He said, my mother is my friend. I even call her her name, Rebecca. The mama give a boah in the ear. Yeah. That's what they learned from abroad. They call me by my name. Call me by my name. So if it was so, why do they call him rabbi? Why do they call him master? Why do they give him Eshadai? Destroying yourself because... If you fail to identify a man, you will not have an identity. If you fail to identify a man, you will never have an identity. This is an elder. If you don't recognize an elder, you cannot be an elder. It doesn't matter whether you like his face or not. It is the office. That is it. I'm not the most senior person in this place, but by the grace of God, God kept every one of you under my care and accountable to him. So God don't elect by age. He elect by choice for his pleasure. So when he chooses to pick somebody that you know as a sinner, it is you that know him as a sinner. God sees him as an instrument in his hand. So when Paul, who was Saul, came into the ministry, brethren, everywhere he go, everybody was running, but he's known as a persecutor. So they still carry that eye of a persecutor. Oh, you know how when she aborted the child. 20 years after, you are still carrying that in your mind. Yet he has moved forward. That's why you cannot receive blessing from her. You must understand the current move of God. Some of you are still dwelling in the past. Understand the current move of God. Now he has been graced and God gave him the healing oil. And you are dying already. And is the answer. But the picture of who she was is affecting you while you are not breaking forth. Because you are still seeing her, her yesterday. Why she's operating in the present and in the future. Identity has stopped so many people. Ijile ni nujile, esemo. Ijile ni nujile, from death to death. Come on. Esemo. Ijile ni nujile, esemo. Yes, 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 Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Prophetess Deborah went to Singapore and later came back to Kenya. I went to Canada from Kenya. So when she came back, my lovely sister, I went to see her and we're talking. He said, my brother, I, I want to call one of my daughter so you can talk to her. He's an Asian American. Mm -hmm. 
We are talking about identity. If you see your wife, if you identify her as your wife, you will treat her as your wife. And she has an honor. There are things you do to others you can't do to her. There are things you say to others in the open you don't say to her because she's your identity. Two shall be one. That's the foolishness of some men and some women. They think that you can rubbish your woman and look good out. You are a complete representation of her. Vis-a-vis -vis the man also. That's the error you make. Foolish man is married to a foolish woman. Yeah. Because it takes a foolish woman to agree to marry a foolish man. Shall I write? I like your dress. I like, I like cute guys, man. When they are coming, they do. That's the way I am at your age. And I was, I was scattering head. I was scattering head. Sit down. And he's still writing. He will go far. These kind of people I want to be in my protocol team. There are different things that enhance anointing. I think it's just a Bible. When you have... It's like easy on the keyboard. I know, so what are you talking about? Uh, hey, what was I saying again? <laughs> no, that's what I say. I'm talking about Prophet Deborah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So seeing her, she says something that really, I saw the levels of people operating understanding. An Asian woman, he called her. And when he was calling her, I said, ah, but that's very early there. He must be sleeping. Do you know what he said? He said, Say, my brother, as soon as she see my call, she will pick it. We are talking about 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the country. I kept quiet. Before then, she said something to me. He said, when I got to Canada, I was in my brother's house. That's why, and he put me on a basement, a $1 million house in Canada. He said, this, my daughter, Asian woman, flew into Canada because she heard I was there. And he said to me, Mom, I don't want you to be here. I want to take you, go and stay in a hotel. There's a hotel that is just four months old. That's where I want you to be. And they went. He said, when they got there, they were checking the, the room rates. Imagine she mentioned $400. I shouted. He said, ah, PJ, realize now. You don't even know. I just said 400 and you are, wait, now you've not had anything. Immediately I've calculated. Ah, poverty. <laughs> 400 dollars that they got almost like 500k right i said one night he said i have not had anything i'm shouting and i realized he said you can't believe that this daughter put me in a room of two thousand dollars you know prophetess deborah so you can find out a night i, I said you slept there he said he slept there <laughs> four nights that's how much $8,000. Times it by what? 1,033. Let's even say three. That would be like mathematician. Eh? How much would that be? Did you say one point something? Oh, okay. I said you were sleeping normal. I said yes, I slept normal. Okay. Now here, here, here. No, here, this is where I'm going to. He said... The woman, after settling her bill, went to go and stay in a room of $200. She slept for that fortnight in a room of $200. 
put her mommy in a room of $2,000. Wow. When she called her, she peeked. As she peeked, she was smiling. It doesn't look like somebody sleeping. She's so excited. So he said, my brother is here. He said, do you know, that's my brother I've been telling you about. Oh, I was shocked to my boss, Dickness. Immediately he said, my brother, the one I've been talking about, she just said, Jonathan, Pastor Jonathan. And I felt great. Oh. oh, you bow woman, call my name. Oh, you bow woman with capacity that recognizing identity and honor. That's where I'm going to. Put her mother in a room of 2,000, stayed in a 200. Now listen, so when I picked the call, I said, how are you? God bless you. Thank you for what you did, my sister. Hear what she said. He said, my mother is a queen, and I have to treat her as a queen. That's how she put it. She said, queen? So he identified her as a queen and has to give her what is commensurate to a queen. When Mr. Brown were dead, some of you were there, and Tia Homer was a cook. Guess what? She has all the utensils she has been using to serve us in Nigeria. But immediately you get to know the identity of people she's going to attend to, and Tia Homer traveled to South Africa. South Africa. Is Tia here? Okay. Traveled to South Africa and bought complete new spoons and utensils because he knows it's going to serve timber and calibers. Captains of industry, paper and pen, movers and shakers, eh? governors, they were there. Identity. If you identify an honor, you will be identified an honor. That's how it works. That same lady was the one, soon you guys will know where Prophet Deborah Church is. It's almost, it's roofed already. 1,000 sitting capacity. It was this one I'm talking about that single-handedly bought the land. I won't mention the figure to you. <laughs> Who do men say that I am? That's what Jesus said. Peter, James, Elijah, these are that. People treat you the way they identify you. That's how, that's it. People treat you the way they identify you. That's why you need to work on your value system. If somebody understand what I mean, work on your value. Grow up. Think well. Don't be thinking straight. Don't be speaking straight. Organize your life. Increase your value. Go to school. There are informal schools. There's open university. Go and learn work. Have value. Have something that makes people look for you. That is what, that's the way they are going to treat you. That's the way they will treat you. You don't get there overnight. You stop step by step. If somebody give you an appointment for 8, be there by 7.50, 7.55. Do everything to keep to it. Is your identity and be consistent in it. Not to come 7:50 this week. Next week you come 8 that. And said uh, the traffic. No. Somebody was there. 
despite the traffic. It's called identity. Build up your value. That is how people identify who you are. Don't live shabbily. Don't throw yourself anyhow. You may not have the best of dress. That little one you have. Do I say you should polish it? Polish it. That's a, that's a language. Polish your dress if possible. Wash it. There are people they have two dress. They are wearing one, they are washing the other one. They are ironing it by any means. You will see some young people, young women, they dress clean. They don't have so much. That's who they are. I already see their future, who they are. Why some they have so much? You don't know whether they are wearing a gown or they are wearing a short skirt. Some is like this, some are flying, some are down. Some are just completely disorganized. This side is iron, this side is switch. This one, when you ask them, there's always a skills to give. So excuse. That's why you are where you are. But I pray that you know who you are. Who do men say I am? This, this, this. And finally say you are Christ. You are Christ. It's a flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. And because Peter saw him at Christ, that was why he followed him. He related with him. He has a revelation of who he is. He has to relate with him in who he is. If you don't have, if you have identification problem, you will mess up everything. Did not the Bible said even strangers treat them as angels? Treat them, give the best you could to strangers because that's who you are. I watch a lot of clips online. On a Christmas, two days to Christmas, a man went out with some money in his pocket to bless somebody. And he went towards a, uh, the homeless, an old homeless American. Looking at him, he should be in his 60s. He was, he was not acting. He said, please, I want to get to Florida. You know, can you just help me with uh, the little money? He looked at himself. He said, I don't have, but I just have, it was coins he brought. America, they call it dimes or thereabouts. He just brought out some. I don't know if this can do. He just put it at like four. I mean, tears went down. He was poor. Yes, sir. But that's not who she is, who he is. Yes, sir. You, I want you to get something. Yes, sir. His circumstances is not trying to swallow his true identity. Yes, sir. He knows he's a giver. Yeah. And for someone to come to him, it means his situation is better than the person. And that's what he's trying to prove. Take this. I can survive. Tears when the man said, No, hold it, take it. He said, You don't need it again. You don't need it again. He brought out $500 and gave to him. Merry Christmas. Say for me. He has to sit down, start crying. Where am I going to? A lot of us allow condition, circumstances to swallow the bigger picture of who we are. At every condition, maintain your identity. Maintain your identity. It's just for a while. The woman said, we will eat this, me and my son, and then we will die. And God said, you can't die. Give to his servant, my servant. Some will fight over it. Some will call that servant, is it Elijah or Elijah? All kinds of names. Let not your condition take your pride away. You have a pride. Every time they come to you. Every time that man comes to you. Said he wants your back. 
on the ground. It's because you, are, you have value. If you do it, he won't come back again. You will be the one looking for him. It's because there is value. You are different from the other. That's why you are attractive. That's your key. That's your weapon. Hold it. Don't negotiate it for anything. If you do, you rot. If you do, you become ordinary. If you do, you are gone. Christ has done his best. He gives you a smiling face. Put value in that smiling face. Any person that wants it must pay for it. Must labor for it. He gives you a good height. Whichever height he gives to you, he gives you, he makes you sane. You can speak well. Whatever it is, that is a weapon in your hand. Use it well. Don't let it go to any kind of person. Let somebody pay for it. Must place value on your identity. Otherwise, you will be prized for any amount. I repeat as I stand it. If you are ignorant of your identity, what happens to you? What happened to you? You will bait complication and confusion. It will become anything for anything. Anything goes. What's going to be is going to be. Those are street language that failures confess to help themselves as an excuse why they have failed. But for us that know him, we have a revelation of who we are. We are not there, but we are towards there. And he's guiding us towards where we are going. I know who I am. I know who I have believed. He's well able to take me to the finish line. And I'm following him bumper to bumper. He will not lead me to the wrong path. And at the end, my value will be known and will give birth to my identity. Globally. It is called brand for those who are into marketing. It takes time to build a brand. It's not what you do over the night. You go through the valley of shadow of death, but fear no evil. There's a photographer in this Lagos, doesn't take anything less than a million. That was before Naira fell. Oh. He said there was a time things were so hard for him. Somebody came with 500. He did not agree. He preferred. And because he asked, they asked him why. He said, do you know thousands of people that have known me that this is my standard? And they have paid for it. Immediately I accept it. I have lowered my guard. I cannot. The news also go. And he kept it. That's the way it is. Let not anything go for you. It is not pride. That's why I said you build it. And when you get to a point, you place a value. Have you flown before and see a situation where business class say that it's ought to sit about 23 persons and you just find like 10 there with 13 seats vacant? <laughs> Did you ever see them go to economy and say, no, 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 come and cover it, balance it up? If they start that way, the few ones that are there will go to economy so that you can also bring them there. They will fly it. Sometimes aircraft goes with fewer passengers than the capacity. It didn't make them to lower the price. Oh, it's three hours to departure. Nobody is there. Okay, 2,000 naira, come. 1,000. 
People that have no plan to travel, come, come, just fill up the place. Fill up the place. That's the way we live our life. Rise on your feet, everybody. May God help you. Thank you. Lift your hands to the heaven. I pray that what you have heard today will not just get into your head, but get into your heart. And God help you to build an identity for yourself so that you can glorify God in your actions and your activities. In the name of God the Father, Amen. the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. everyone that believes shall say, We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries. Or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.